This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by a friendly fellow. He's a good neighbor, a Cooper City resident. He actually uh, was reading my publication, Cooper City Living, and he reached out to connect. And I'm sitting here with Brad Mitchell, and Brad is a realtor with the Kai's Company. Brad, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Oh, it's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So Brad, excited to get into this. Tell us all a little bit about your business. Obviously, you're a realtor. Everybody knows what a realtor does, but tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, how you help our great community. Uh, well, I'm one of over 200,000 registered members in Florida who are realtors. Only uh, 200,000. Yeah, over 200,000. <laughs> uh, most of which are sales associates. Um, only 15% are broker associates. I do fall within that 15%, which is the first thing that sets me apart from the majority of realtors. I cover Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. I'm always looking to sharpen my commercial talents and improve and develop my skill set You know, to better represent a client or customer. It's always the right time to follow your dream. That's my tagline. That's my biggest message. Uh, it can be applied literally and figuratively. Always pursue what makes you happy and never try and time the market. Let a professional handle it for you. We're worth every penny. Wise words, my friend, wise words. So how did you get into real estate? Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you ended up here. That is a long journey because I'm Let's not a young it. man. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I grew up in the South, uh, Mississippi to be exact, the Delta. Uh, after high school, I attended college locally because <clears throat> I was in a relationship and already had two jobs, uh, one in a restaurant at night and one working for a carpenter during the day. Uh, I was trained as a chef and a carpenter. Um, we were ahead of our time in the restaurant, especially for the area. And we were contacted by Sparks Edmondson Investment Group out of Memphis, Tennessee to open up another location. So we expanded into their hotel in a neighboring town. Uh, now that became my restaurant. So I was a restaurateur at a very young age. Uh, we expanded further into a country club in a neighboring state, Lake Village, Arkansas. Uh, I had started a painting remodeling business and I put that on the side uh, when I had my own restaurant. So well, hold on back up there. You had yeah. your you're a restaurateur in the restaurant business, a business that's notorious for taking insane hours, and you opened a, another business on the side. I had already had a business on the side, so basically, I worked all day and all night. <laughs> when you're young, you can do that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So well, you know, I I still wanted more, though. You know, the only way that I could do that uh, was to break away, and you know, so many hours kind of helped me do that. Um, I did make a difficult decision to leave two successful careers at a chance, you know, just for something more. So I got my class ACDL. I moved to Memphis, Tennessee, got into transportation, uh, traveled the United States and Canada, did that for a couple of years looking for the right opportunity. Um, I came down here twice for business, actually. I fell in love with South Florida and uh, relocated to Miami. Uh, over 20 years ago at the age of 27 to attend Johnson and Wells University. So it was kind of like out of the frying pan into the fryer. Um, so the plans after that were to move to Charleston, South Carolina and open up a restaurant 
you know, with my old partner. So I must be a glutton for punishment, right? Yeah. But uh, once again, I found myself in a relationship. I didn't want to leave South Florida. I loved it down here. Um, but if I was going to stay, I wanted to continue sharpening my commercial talents. And one way I did that was by getting my real estate license about 12 years ago. Now, at that time, I knew I wasn't ready to pursue that career. Um, I always kept it current, waiting for the right time. So I continued working in hospitality in some capacity, bar manager, sommelier, dining room captain, waiter. I've pretty much done it all. Um, I worked in South Beach for the last 10 years for Miles Restaurant Group. I uh, got married, settled down. We decided to do the family thing, and Cooper City met all of our criteria for that. But uh, working until 3 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday made it increasingly difficult with a toddler. I'm sure you can imagine. You have kids. Oh, yeah. So on top of that, my daughter was four years old and about to start pre-K. And, you know, we were coming out of a pandemic at that point. Um, we had lost our nannies. One moved away, actually. Um, everyone needed child care. So availability in qualified applicants was very thin. So my wife and I decided uh, it was the right time. And that's basically my story. Love it. Anybody ever told you that you have a radio voice? I have never heard that before because I've never been on the radio before. Well, there you go. Could be could be an additional calling for you in your in your journey. <laughs> You've certainly <laughs> been it. been around for sure for many many years. So, I wanted to ask you about uh, dig a little bit more into the real estate aspect of what you do because that's what you're doing right now. What are some of the biggest challenges that your clients and customers tend to face? Well, I think the biggest challenge for clients and customers is probably going to be time. Um, time is the greatest challenge, followed by expectations, especially for first-time home buyers. The expectations for selling a home and purchasing a home, uh, they're mostly based on the value of time. After that, affordability lack of inventory, concerns over potential price decline, uh, potential mortgage rate decline, um, people trying to time the market. You know, yeah. um, They have to really be diligent, consult a professional long before they're ready to buy or sell and never try and time the market. Yeah, I, I, I've tried that before. It doesn't work very well. Not had much no, success. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what's going on right now? Every time I have I sit down with a realtor, I always like to ask them for their to take, you know, their temperature on the situation right now. What's going on with the real estate market? Obviously, coming off the heels of COVID, uh, prices exploded. I'm um, seeing some interesting things happening. What's your perspective on that? Where are we at right now? Where are we going? Where are we at and where are we going? Well, business models are typically cyclical. Uh COVID was um, a new event. So it's very difficult to say after that um, where we're going. My forecast, I would say I have a positive outlook, especially for Southeast Florida. Um, home sales are anticipated, you know, 7% year over year with the expansion um, by the end of 2024, driven by decline in mortgage rates to five and a quarter percent with appreciation of a modest pace of 5%. Um, but I would go further and even more granular to say in Cooper City, particularly, um, you know, we're up 13.7 percent in sales year over year with the average sale price per square foot up 3.7 percent. So I anticipate um, an upwards of 13 percent appreciation for Cooper City area. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what do you like to do for fun when you're not working, Brad? 
What do I do for fun? Well, Jeremy, in my past years, throughout all of my travels, I was an avid mountain climber. Really? Um, yeah. Um, I lived in, uh, you know, in South Florida, you living here, you either need a boat or a motorcycle. So I'm a motorcycle enthusiast. I came down here with a bike and I've had a bike, you know, ever since, um, as well as a scuba diver. I've been diving. So, but now that I have a daughter and a family, I'm giving up the motorcycle for a golf cart and my climbing gear for golf clubs. <laughs> so I'll hang on to my scuba gear for now though, but, um, you can usually catch me at the driving range at Cooper Colony at this point in life. So when you said mountain climbing, were you talking about like hard rock climbing up faces and cliffs or just hiking up mountains or a little bit of all, a little bit of everything? I'm talking about mostly just hard rock climbing, trad, sport, free solo. Really? Yeah. So I got into that because when I was driving – you know, you're going all over the United States, you're going to Canada, you know, through the mountains, you're seeing all these marvelous places. And, you know, <clears throat> it, it kind of started for me just, you know, being on the edge of a cliff, looking off at my first sunset, you know, out in the Colorado Rockies. And all of a sudden, you know, I've never seen purple and blue and pink mountains when the sun, it was just fascinating. It was just beautiful, very inspirational. And, um, ended up going out to West Sac. And I had some friends out there when I was uh, traveling and uh, we went to an indoor climbing gym and I was hooked, hooked. And yeah. at that point I just took that and took it outside and, you know, started travel, started traveling and, and climbing. I've climbed all over the world, climbed in Spain, all over the United States. I used to climb when I was younger and I tried to get my kids into it. We went to some climbing gym uh, locally down in Fort Lauderdale, and they, they seemed to like it. I just didn't really stick. But for those listening out there, Brad mentioned free, free solo before. If you don't know what that is, that's climbing with no ropes. Yeah, I don't recommend that for anyone. <laughs> just as a disclaimer, I'll go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> Sitting here Everybody with Alex, has Alex to do it, but Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a fascinating one for sure, free soloing. So you mentioned Cooper Colony. You're an avid golfer now. What's your handicap? Um, my handicap is pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am as new at golfing as I can possibly ah, imagine. Okay, a newbie. Oh, yeah. I'm a newbie. Okay. <laughs> I'm just now starting to pursue that. I still have the motorcycle in the garage, but uh, I'm about to get rid of that. So, so I, I used to play pretty frequently. I had it down. I was a single digit, you know, eight or nine handicap for a while. I haven't played now in six months, maybe a little longer. So when I play, I, I no longer keep traditional score. I score myself by how many balls I lose in any given round. That sounds good to me. We maybe we <laughs> could get together and play some golf. I, you know, I've been, I had, like I said, I haven't gone in six months, but I've been getting the itch lately. The weather is just getting, it's, it's been beautiful out and I got to get out there and play. So who knows? You know, maybe we'll go out and uh, at least hit some balls at some point because I do like Cooper Absolutely. Colony for sure. So <clears throat> you mentioned you have a son, you said, right? I have a daughter, six years old. Daughter, six years old. Ah, see, mine are nine and 11. So you're, you're right behind me. All right. Yeah. So lots, lots of fun. My daughter just uh, started Pioneer Middle School. Get excited. Okay. First year. Yeah, my daughter goes to Renaissance Charter School of Cooper City. 
Nice, nice. Good deal. So, Brad, before we wrap up here, what would be the one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with that you'd like for them to know about your business? Well, I guess that it's not really a business at all in a sense. It's more of a partnership, um, a partnership with mutual benefits. Um, it can't take place without relationships with people. I can't do what I'm trying to do without the support of my community. I know and understand what it is to trust someone with your most valuable investment. And, you know, some people may call it an asset. I call it a home. Um, if you're looking for assets and investments in commercial properties, I have those as well. Um, you know, I know what it is to follow your dream, no matter how far that leads you. And as a broker associate in South Florida, I can help others do the same. I have an extensive background in hospitality as well as construction and transportation. So deadlines, attention to detail and product knowledge made real estate a perfect fit. You know, I hold two degrees and two professional licenses as well as an SUAS commercial pilots for drone operation. So I'm all in. And as a homeowner, father, husband, and resident of Cooper City, I pride myself in community values. How can our listeners learn more? Let us know how we could reach you, Brad. Well, the easiest way would probably be through Facebook under John Bradley Mitchell. But, you know, uh, that way you can access my link tree, contact information, website, email, everything. Um, some people don't have Facebook. So, you know, my email is bradmitchell at kais.com. That's easy enough. My phone number is 954-647-1257. Perfect. And we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Brad, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Now it's our pleasure and to our listeners, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch everyone next time. Take care and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com or call 954-231-3170.